Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day, but I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy, but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you're using, and of course... Twitch.tv slash UpNextPodcast and YouTube.com slash UpNext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Hello, we are live. Or maybe you're watching the video replays. Those are available too. They are available, yeah. You want to know when we're going live? Hit that subscribe, that follow, whatever it is you got to do. Hey, even Apple Podcast people out there, click that subscribe and maybe give us a nice little rating too. Whatever you are on, please like us. Yeah, make our day. Make our day. Yeah. Welcome to Up Next. It's Braden Davey. We're going to talk about some NXT. You know why. Because 2.0, black and gold, colored splatter or orange or whatever you want to call it, will always be your NXT friends. Friends! And we are here to talk all about some NXT. And oh boy, we will. But I mean, to get some housekeeping out of the way, get the plugs in, as the kids say, If you are planning on attending Full Gear in Newark, New Jersey, next month, well, post-wrestling, end up next. Me and Davey are going to be part of the post-wrestling fifth anniversary. It's a show that is taking place, and we have the honor to be the opening act. Yes, we do, and we've got some more information about that because signed 
to the dotted line. Ooh. And he, I see him in the Twitch room right now. Our BDE champion will be defending the BDE championship live for the first time ever. We're going to be doing one of our up next games in person, in living colour. And yeah, Fire Frank defending the title. And this is going to be one of his toughest challenges yet because we are doing it's full gear yeah f-u-double-l gear we're gonna do full gear because we'll see how many men will fall to fire frank we are doing a full guys a squid game style style game to see who is worthy to step up against the champion and you know how you can take part in this? Well, you can go to postwrestling.com. You can buy yourself tickets to the event. You can come to Newark, New Jersey, and you can declare entry. So at Up Next Podcast, if you're on Twitter, tell us you want to go and face Fire Frank. Go on the Facebook group, Up Next Group, and tell us. Or you can message us on Patreon, or however you can slide into our DMs. Tell us that you want to be a part of this. That's right. I mean, not only do you get to hang out and see John and Way live, the the kings of this shit, as I call them, you'll also get to see appearances by by Jordan Goodman. I think Andrew Thompson's going to show up. I heard uh, WH is going to show up. That's not really a drawing power. But now you're saying that People if you're selling their tickets, now. yeah, now <laughs> they've dropped to four dollars, like Rampage in Toronto. No, uh, and now you're saying that if you show up, you could possibly walk out if you know you beat him bde champion yes that's quite a draw the qxt nightclub that day you can partake in this game yeah wow uh yeah we're super excited to to be part of this john away are going to put on a fantastic show and we're honored to be opening for them shout out robert pearson uh putting and orchestrating this whole thing together but we are super excited super hyped to be going to new york to go to newark we're gonna have so much fun and yeah uh hang out it's gonna be the multiverse meetup of everything post-wrestling it's gonna be the largest uh post-wrestling gathering uh, wow. in the history of post-wrestling it's true we've kind of worked out i think i have met the most people in the post in the world <laughs> yeah i've got the infinity gauntlet and I'm yeah about a lot of our listeners stones. Yeah. yeah we can all collect all the stones together on saturday saturday Saturday, Saturday, 19th of the 19th. November. That's it's right. It's less than a month away. Yeah, honestly, if you're like thinking about it, if you're in the area, obviously New York, New Jersey area, or any surrounding states, and you're thinking of doing full gear, well, now you get a double shot. In one day, you can hang out and do all the podcast stuff with me, Davey, John, Way, Sino. Everyone's going to be there. And then we're all going to go watch a pay-per-view. So it's really going to be a fantastic day. So if you're on the fence, hey, uh, make it worth your while and come hang out. We're going to have a blast. We even get a tour rider and the pre-rolls are going to be uh, dispensed to us. This is just crazy. We're not, it's we're not, exciting. we're not even, we don't know how we got here, but we're here and we're super excited. And this is going to be uh, a, a ton of fun. And we are just, yeah. Can't wait to see all, all you fancy people out there. Everyone, uh, buy buy your tickets. There's also VIP where you get to like get photos, and I think I think I promised a sesh if you want. Yeah, anything you want, pretty much. If you're there, you know us. People like uh, we 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 keep running into Hanzi, and he's like, "Yo, I want to take a photo with you." I'm like, I don't. I'm not famous. You don't need to take a photo with you, but I will because you're awesome. So yeah. we always will. We'll never say no to that. But we're yeah. This is going to be crazy. Postwrestling.com. I'm sure it's up there for all the info. But uh, yeah. Let's do this. New York, baby. 
Yeah, very excited about this. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but you know what else is a hell of a lot of fun? It's signing up to patreon.com slash up next because we've been we've been busy little beavers, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, now that Patreon basically allows everyone to get billed out like every other uh, billing thing, basically how billing works, it starts when you sign up. So you get a month from when you sign up, which means any day is a good day to give us a shot. It's only $5, which means you get access to all the podcasts that we have coming out this month and everything in that back catalog. So if you want the retro NXT reviews, we, you want the retro pay-per-view reviews or movie reviews, it's all out there, all for your pickings. Once you sign up, you have a month to access everything there. How awesome is that? And if you like Halloween Havoc and you're instilled the Halloween spirit, we have our Halloween Havoc WCW 1997 review featuring Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and Hogan Piper. And featuring Piper. one of, yeah, the most bizarre... Worst matches. ...ends to a pay-per-view. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we also did a review, finally, chatting all about The Karate Kid Part 3. If you're up in your uh, Cobra Kai fiending, well, this is a definite uh, rewatch and re-listen to this review because... It, I mean, listen to this review because it's awesome to fill in the gaps of Quicksilver, Terry Silver, the ultimate bad guy in mm. karate. Uh, and if you're in the spooky mood, well, we did quite a show. Uh, chatting about one of your favorite movies, The Omen. Yeah, we were lucky enough to be joined by Bash Ortega, who writes for HorrorPress.com, and they've recently been at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, uh, getting all the all the scoops on the on the spooky films coming up, and got to kind of nerd out and dive in deep to this classic horror film yeah the Omen. yeah Bash knew a lot of stuff, definitely uh, out horroring us with all the the little. Uh, bibs and bobs of things that we might may or may not know about uh, old school horror such as the omen that was quite a fun review uh, and then we talk we get we get talking about like the curses of the movie real oh, yeah. curses and the devil and yeah it was quite a review from the 666 if you will but all the other spooky movie reviews are up there as well hocus pocus hocus pocus 2 uh, all the classic ones and Hey, maybe you're not a patron, but you like us enough that you listen to these free shows. Well, we like you free people, too. It's time to bring back our annual Halloween reviews. And this week, we will be recording this, and I'll be putting it out this Friday on this free feed. The review is Halloween 5. Yes, it is. It's our, our yearly Halloween review. Like, we all love Christmas, right? Christmas is a fun time of year, but... If we had Christmas every week or every day, it wouldn't be the same. And we're itching to get through these Halloween films, but we, we've got to show a bit of patience. And we've been doing this yearly releasing on Halloween on the 31st every year. We're up to Halloween 5. The Revenge of Michael Myers. Yeah, it's the, the Jamie Lloyd story. It's my, my favorite timeline in the Halloween <laughs> Halloween universe. Um, wow. And yeah, I'm sure this is always such a fun show to record. And I'm I'm really looking forward to rewatching this film for the first time in quite a while, and and yeah, getting on with this one. Yeah, so go check that out. I'll put it out a little early so you can kick off your weekend with and get the rewatching done and stuff. John Pollock's favorite uh, review series, he says, I, I, which we were like shocked by. What, the Halloween. Remember, ones? he said he was yeah. obsessed with that. He even he went by and rewatched uh, the movie. So yeah, he watched Halloween four last year. Yeah, that's he? right. Yes. So join in on our little uh, movie book club, if you will. Join in for the all the different podcasts. But Patreon.com is where you can support us. It's only five bucks per month, and uh, it's how we keep the lights on. So uh, go check out all the different podcasts that we have out there. I will say last bit of like 
not really a plug, but we had a crazy ton of fun last week in Toronto at Demand Lucha. Oh yeah, which uh, I know that they are they stream it and the replays are up on their IP uh, IWTV or, or I, I'm blanking on the name now. But uh, that four way match, the main event that we saw at this show, was worth checking out the replay because it was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, uh, Gringo Loco, ASF Commander, and Arez. Yeah. Awesome, awesome Holy. stuff, and really great to be there live for that. Yeah, IWTV uh, on demand. They uh, they let you view all sorts of different indie stuff, but I would highly recommend. Then those guys had a weekend full of uh, doing lucha stuff, but can't wait to see those guys come back to the city because demand lucha. Uh, we we got to meet a few listeners actually. Shout out all the yeah. listeners we've met at these shows. We've we've kind of it's kind of become our territory, just like Toronto's yeah. Gringo Loco territory. But uh, that was a ton of fun, and we will definitely see you at the next one. But would highly recommend because they were they're killing it in toronto as that, that match blew our minds yeah that we was were we awesome. i've seen some, i've never seen some stuff i've seen in those matches those lucha guys are killing it commander asf gringo res yeah hats off uh so yeah then that leads us to halloween havoc that just happened this past weekend uh i did a show with andrew thompson uh chatting all about it so obviously go check that out on this free feed but yeah i had some uh friends in town who booked a, a long time ago so i couldn't really go sorry guys uh gotta watch, gotta watch halloween wrestling. Havoc. but i did watch it the next day and uh thoroughly enjoyed the show especially that main event which i thought uh i thought was awesome uh, like i i'd put that up against a lot of stuff we've seen recently really yeah. good and i think uh ron breaker just continuing to improve and prove himself like really hang in there with Ilian and JD McDonough, um, who obviously put on another killer match tonight on NXT. But yeah, I thought that triple threat was very, very strong. Yeah. Uh, Braun, like being put in between the two guys that everyone's like, okay, well, they're really good. Let's see how Braun can do. He held his own more 100%. than, more than that. He was, he was an equal part of, of that match. So, uh, quite, quite awesome. I, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm fickle that Ilya took the pin. But, I mean, you can always go back towards that match uh, anyways. But uh, happy belated to the champ, Braun Breaker, who turned 25 yesterday. Jeez, so he yeah. had, had the night off uh, tonight after uh, his victory last weekend. But, yeah. that that, that triple, back next week as promoted. Yes, right. as promoted tonight. But, yeah, that triple threat was was up. I put that up there with takeover level matches yeah, for sure. Very so good. really good. Uh, I need to see more of that. But I could see Braun going up in the near future. But let's talk about tonight's show. Uh, because we're going to be talking about some other tag, sorry, some other title matches. It's Tag Team Title Tuesday. Come on. If you're doing alliteration, guys, you do it in threes. Tag Title Tuesday sounds way better than... They didn't call it that? They called it Tag Team Title Tuesday. Huh. Which Weird. It's just, uh, just it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as nicely as Tag yeah. Title Tuesday. But yes, NXT from October 25th, 2022. And we kick things off immediately with the... NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. Uh, no entrances, all four women in the ring. We're kicking things off hot here. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Chance and Zoe Stark have a really nice back and forth to start with. Uh, Chance goes for this, like, Rana onto Zoe, like a head scissor takedown, and Zoe handspring out of it, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, and then Chance kind of does the, the silly string to Zoe. Yeah. Very similar to private parties, but into more of a head scissor afterwards. Yeah, which sends Lions, uh, Zoe flying into the corner to make the tag to Lions. Uh, then Katana and Carter go for a dive to the outside, but get caught and 
slammed by both Zoe and Nikita as we go into the commercial break. We come back and there's this wheelbarrow moonsault from Chance and Carter onto, I believe it was Zoe, which Nikita breaks up. And then Chance counters Zoe's, like, uh, Zoe's finish, like the, we call it the Zoe to Zoe to go, uh, Zoe, Merry Zoe Round, is it they call it, or something like that. Um, but Zoe, uh, comes, sorry, Chance counters with a roll through for a near fall. And then Zoe clotheslines Carter out of the ring, who skins the cat, comes back. Uh, Chance goes for a big boot, but this gets caught with a roll up from Zoe, but, Zoe missed the blind tag. So did the ref. So the referee counts one, two, three. The music hits. Music hits. There's the title celebration. We think Zoe and Nikita have won the titles, but another ref comes down and says that uh, Chance did make the tag to Caden, and therefore the match will be restarted. (laughs) So another ref, for once, another ref comes down to tell the other ref. Wait a minute, that's not on. Snitches get stitches. This ref should stay out of other people's business. This isn't even his match. But, I mean, she was the illegal. I think commentary or like Booker was like, "Uh, wait a second. So they were playing it up like the whole time. So we then get a top rope Spanish fly from Chance for uh, a very near fall here. Again, thought uh, crowd kind of thought this might have been a three. Yeah. It's kind of a delayed... (laughs) Especially after that spot, you were like, oh, okay. Um, Zoe then delivers a big kick and the split leg drop uh, onto Carter, but Chance breaks this up, and then Caden and uh, Chance hit the neckbreaker 450 for the win and retain the tag titles. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it definitely got the crowd like more fired up with the like halfway point. It kind of reminds me, I mean, it's a trope we see in wrestling, not used all the time, but I think l- thinking back to the MJF CM Punk feud where in Chicago it was the fake win and then they restarted the mm-hmm. match. Like it, it can like stop start, but in the same way, now the crowd like is like more invested because they, they saw it stop and then rest- it, It's something that does work, even though it can be annoying. I think you could have just done a full on match without this happening but they wanted to make zoe and nikita kind of get this hope fake hope spot here but i thought a lot of the action was really good actually Uh, zoe particularly was like doing all sorts of moves but uh, as much as we used to really be annoyed by katana and kaden their wrestling always improves every time we watch them yeah Yeah, and and sometimes our our, like you could complaints about them is like they do really cool stuff but everything else is like there is no filling in like Mm. why are you doing these moves like there's are you just doing them because you can do them now it seems they have like more flow like everything kind of they're working in unison and it's showing like they've clearly been been hustling and they're champions right so i felt like finally they like have arrived at that. And I think this is probably their best match uh, to date. I, I got in on some of the hope spots near the end with the kickouts. Even the, even the, like the dodgy count after the Spanish fly yeah. kind of added to the match. I thought, yeah, uh, I do think it, it is, it is weird. The kind of lack of consistency in wrestling that we see, I think uh, didn't like raw have like four distraction finishes or something like that yesterday. Yeah. And as you said, like suddenly the ref is bothered in the back, like, sitting and catering and or waiting for their match. No. They're like, wait, this is an This on. is how you should do your job. It's, but it does, uh, it did get the crowd kind of more into this. Uh, I I thought um, all four were good here, especially um, I thought Zoe matched up really nicely uh, with both Caden and Katana. Yeah. Uh, but kind of continues the story here, which makes sense because they're the only 
apart from Toxic Attraction, who've kind of had no their time. Teams. There's no other real teams right now. A little thing I noticed is Nikito, she does that like spin kick and then she does like the sit out leg drop, bum drop on yeah. her opponent as her finish. When she does the kick before she does the thing, she does the little rock kick before he does the people's elbow. Oh, you remember yeah. how he always kicks him and then does right. the elbow? Kicks uh, the arm away. And then like... Does it? So she does that before she does the leg drop, which I was like, ah, nice little touch. But, uh, yeah, honestly, I had some, some, some good action in this opening match. Absolutely. I, I, I know AEW starts off shows right away. Obviously, Rampage, where just right away the bell rings and it, and it starts, which I like that. Like they, they gave them way more time, I think, than rather than the drawn out entrances. Mm. It allowed for like a, a full TV match. And I think, uh, both teams and all four people, like, gained a lot from it's that something we have noticed in recent weeks we've got uh we've had a lot longer matches i mean i think on tonight's show uh i think we had what, five matches and we've had weeks in the past where we've had like eight nine yeah matches true I, I hate when they do i that. didn't feel um you're gonna have your odd squash thrown in there which is fine i think i think squashes have a place but in general most of the the big matches you're your two tag titles and your main event here had time, um, and it's it's way better for it. No, I, I agree. I like. I know we just came off a, a premium live event, but I mean, when TV has matches that actually aren't just like two minute matches, and there's like ten of them, like I hate that. Mm. You can tell if you listen to us, we're like, this is so stupid. We're just watching the same thing every time. Here is actually a like full on proper TV match, and and it made all four look good. Yeah. Who? Yeah, it worked. We have a, a video from Ilya Dragunov setting up the main event for tonight where he's taking on JD McDonough, where he's calling JD a cancer that's kind of festering in NXT. And he says he it's time that he eliminates the cancer once and for all. Uh, again, I love these kind of Shakespearean warrior Dragunov promos. I, I thought both his and... Um, and McDonough's video we have later were pretty good setting the yeah. scene for the main event. Yeah, I agree. We have a video where we see a uh, kind of the retribution mask of, the... of T-Bar. Right, that uh, was his name? T-Bar, yeah. T-Bar. Being set on fire. And uh, it's the voice of uh, T-Bar, Dijakovic, saying uh, the second coming. Uh, I, I think he mentioned re- retribution. It will be he like did. the second coming and there will be retribution. So seems like Dijak a bit of a, a restart coming back to NXT. I think that's that's great. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him being like put in the title picture. I think a, a Bron Breaker Dijak match pretty soon down the line. It looks like we're setting up okay. for Apollo next, but I think that'll be good. He needs to shed all this all this main roster stink he's got because I think I think Dijak's a phenomenal performer and great look. Like he's a big guy, and I, I'm baffled that they haven't done more with him. Yeah, really crazy they fumbled that, like putting him in the mask and everything. I'm not saying he was the most, like, he didn't have much of a character before, but, like, n- having a new a new start here would be okay. Mm. Like, as long as you don't give him a, a gimmick where he can, like, see the future or anything, yeah. like, he should be okay. But I always thought his, his promo wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad either. So I, I think yeah. maybe trying to develop more of a, a character that isn't goofy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's great. So I'm looking forward to seeing him back in. Yeah, do we go to Dijak versus Braun at Deadline? Or is that just like I think skipping? we're getting Apollo first. At Deadline? No. Apollo's going to be a TV uh, title match for sure. Really? That would be the softest main event. I, in my, like Apollo is done. Sorry, man. You're not winning the title. You're, you didn't see that I, vision come true. I feel that's where we're going. 
That would suck. Although I think. December tenth, that's okay, a while that's away. Still a while away. That's too far. Six weeks, yeah. something like that. Uh, it's either Dragunov or it's Dijak at this point now. Or, okay. or no, sorry, Carmelo needs something to do, and he's not a champion. So, mm. but yeah, uh, cool to see this guy. And there's a few dudes he could mix up yep. with for sure. Uh, Wesley comes out with the North American title, having his celebration. There are you deserve it chants from this crowd who. Um, who, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they hated this guy like a few months ago and were, were booing him a lot, but, uh, yeah. maybe it's different now people. He deserves it. Yeah. Maybe it's different people showing up at this I guess place. maybe more directed at his partner at yeah, the time. But, um, he says, uh, thank you. He's like, oh, you're going to make me all emotional again here. And he says, I never thought I'd make it to WWE and, uh, especially never be a champ, especially a champion on my own. But the faith and confidence from everyone here inspired me when I was lost in the dark. And winning this title gave me a sense of validation I've been searching for my entire life. And that is that I belong. That there's a place for me and that I'm loved for who I am. And I am forever grateful. So kind of putting a cap on his whole like lost since his partner left. Yeah, the sad West. He's like, cap that off now. I'm over that. And he gets interrupted by Grayson Waller, who says, well, I'm glad you had a good holiday, because I didn't, because Halloween is a stupid made-up holiday anyway. And he's like, and so what? You won a ladder match. You climbed a ladder. I did that at Home Depot yesterday. (laughs) And um, Wes kind of reminds him, well, you lost your match. And he says, well, he didn't pin me. He rolled me in a casket. So as far as I'm concerned, it's still... One zil, uh, one zero between me and Apollo. He says it, he rolled me into an inanimate object. So yeah. like, <laughs> Wes could have said, "You're off an inanimate object." Uh, yeah, I mean, while they're coming out instantly, I'm like, "All right, we're bringing Wes down to this level." But at least he does need like a first defense, kind of successful defense. I guess Waller easily slides in there, considering they have history here yeah i really liked wes's uh shoes so i asked our resident uh shoe, shoe expert. expert b detroit and he got back to me right away informing me they were the alan iverson uh questions i believe um but then i noticed waller who you know we always give credit where it's due he's got the best shirts but he's re-wearing a shirt here and it was one of his worst ones that I hated a few weeks ago. The mesh one with flowers. Mm. So uh, I see you, Waller. Well, I guess he's he's depressed after his loss. Couldn't go shopping he this week. He he's in a casket. That, he didn't get that winner's purse. So True. he's got to, got to re-wear stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grayson uh, interrupts when R-Truth comes out. <laughs> what? What? Huge reaction. I mean, yeah, there was uh, a huge reaction. Um, Anytime a main roster person comes here now, doesn't matter. Just it's that time. Reaction. I feel like this happens every year when they're like, "Oh yeah, our truth's on the roster." Because yeah. he was on Raw yesterday. They're like, suddenly, "Oh yeah, let's let's book our truth." What's again. up, people over there? What's up? Uh, so he comes out dressed as the Joker, original costume <laughs> with R-Truth. his jo- Joker Penta mask. He's Joker Penta, <laughs> and our truth welcomes everyone to Halloween Havoc. And asks if you're ready for the spookiest night when Waller interrupts saying, mate, it's it Halloween Havoc was three days ago. And R-Truth goes, oh, that's that's cool. You're coming at me with that British accent. And then starts uh, being racist here by <laughs> by mocking the British accent. Uh, he calls him governor. He says, excuse me, governor. 
Um, and then yeah, calls him mate. Why is it okay to imitate the British? I don't know. It's but. like so. You're saying if uh, Grayson Waller happened to be uh, of a different uh, background, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe if Grayson Waller was of Mexican descent, you saying our truth wouldn't make the same jokes. I, I don't think uh, you'd be doing Sanger's accent. I'll put it that way. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's funny. But I get it. We we you ruined it. Yeah, you ruined the world. So yeah, British people ruined everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. We're struggling uh, right now. At, at, like, if it's uh, if you're a white guy in Italian, it's fair game, and you're a white guy in any like British, English, Irish, or whatever those Scottish people talk like, it's fine. It's fair game to mm-hmm. just like go at it. Uh, he did get it half right by saying mate. So mate, like, yeah, Australian. True. People think you're Australian sometimes. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I think it's because you were British and then you 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 turned over to Canadian for the past while, so your like accents like deteriorating. All over the place. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> Waller says again that Halloween Havoc's already happened, and Truth doesn't believe it. Wes confirms yes, Halloween Havoc has happened, <laughs> and Truth congratulates him on his title and asks Grayson, "How did you get on?" And the crowd are chanting, "He lost." Uh, and he's told that he lost to Apollo in a casket match. And yeah, it's, and it, uh, is it Wes? He's like, yeah, yeah. He just like rolled him in there. He, he rolled him right in and that's how he lost. And then our truth's like, wait a second. You, you rolled one up in here. Oh, yo. And then just like, let's go. I got to come back here to NXT. You guys can roll up here. And it's like, also, he didn't know where Apollo Cruz was. He's like, Apollo Cruz. Oh, that's a nice dude. <laughs> nice. He's down here too. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Waller then basically challenges Truth to a match, but says, not next week. It'll be next week if you you can work it out. Yeah, (laughs) not tonight. Next week, if you can work out the right day on the calendar. And then Waller tries to attack Truth, but Truth ducks. Wes punches Waller in the face. Truth hits his, like, flying leg lariat. And, uh, yeah, they they beat up Waller here. What's up? What's up? I'm I'm excited. We're going to get him back here next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. I love me some Ron Killings, some K Quick. He's genuinely pretty funny. I think his, I, his humor does work on me sometimes. I, I leg- as soon as his music hit, I was like, he's gonna do a bit where he thinks he's he's at the wrong. Like I had a feeling, and then they went with it. I was waiting for when uh, he saw where's his title to be like, like man, you won the twenty four seven championship. I've been looking for that or something oh. like. You know how we get yeah. everything wrong. Because the spots he's done in like the rumble where he sets up the ladder, yeah. that shit was funny. Yeah. Like uh, I will say he he's he's perfected his his comedy bit. And I, I think it's a unanimous like all wrestling fans can kind of get together and be like, This guy's good at this yeah. stuff. He's funny at this. And uh, never forget former NWA world champ. He was, yeah. What's up? Oh, I thought I thought this is pretty fun. I loved his his Joker outfit. <laughs> he looked good in a suit, yeah. yeah. Um we see Malik Blade and Idris Anofi backstage. Uh, they're getting ready for their tag title match. And Malik is nervous. And Idris says, I've got nerves too, but it's our night. And then starts to quote Eminem, lose yourself. If you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted. And Malik's like, wait, are you, are you quoting Eminem to me? Uh, so, yeah, that's setting up for their big match. I mean, that's just, that's a song everyone gets hyped up to, right? Yeah. Lose Yourself. Yeah, it's still up there. Put that on your I, I feel this joke's been done a lot yeah. by a lot of different people. Over yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just in wrestling. It's like a 20-year-old anyway. song. So. Yeah. <laughs> More than, I think. Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. 
kids even know? I mean, no, I mean, you're right, you're right. It's like 20, the, 2002, yeah, the, I think. Yeah, last time I was on TikTok, the kids were trying to cancel Eminem again. So it's like all over again. You're obsessed with cancel. No, I just yeah. see, uh, I just see everyone being like, oh, like these lyrics, these shouldn't be whatever. But here, these lyrics are good. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Cruz is being interviewed and says uh, he's glad Grayson is out of his, uh, is in his rearview mirror. Uh, says that Waller is annoying, but he is talented. But now he can focus on being the NXT champion. Says the vision is clear because next week Bron Breaker is returning and he is interested as at what he has to say. So a bit more serious, kind of like more getting away from it, kind of making jokes that his vision's clear now. So he doesn't have to see all these stupid visions, I hope is the thing, but probably not that we're probably still going to get these these visions. And maybe he sees himself as NXT champion. So therefore we get to that match. Yeah, it's like I still think Apollo Crews is a really talented performer, but yeah. like they've fumbled him yeah, on NXT. I and NXT is meant to be like, but when you see someone come down, it's meant to be to rehab. Yeah. Right? Like I thought when they brought Finn back down, and granted Finn's a bigger star, but they did a good job kind of rehabbing him and giving him a bit of that Different edge times. And stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, I just, if you're bringing someone back down to give them something so goofy it's it's bizarre yeah it's almost like throwing him into like it, it's all right I, i'm definitely written this off i don't even care about the title match to be honest uh, at this point i he's think not it could winning. be good and i think if you move away from this vision shit like i i still think he could have a good match with bron unfortunately anyone after feuding or, and having that match with dragonov and jd it won't like live up to mm. it i sorry what's apollo gonna do some standing moonsaults like i just don't i'm i completely am over him back now especially after this gimmick like it's very uninterested it can be a good test for Bron, though like not the character but the performer you know being up against someone a bit stronger like a lot of his opponents he's been the big guy the bigger one, right but so still. it'll be good for him to like because he has been proving it yeah. against everyone. I, I think the match could be good. I liked how this was this promo was right when we came back from commercial. But before we went to commercial, it showed Quincy introducing Shotzi. And then she's standing in the ring. And then it goes to break. And then it plays, like, ads for the Saudi shows. And then it plays, like, you know. They do this all the time. Then it plays this promo. And then finally we go to Shotzi, who's been standing there for probably like 10 minutes at yeah. that point just so funny it's like what were you doing they do this minutes? every week though they do they'll it like, mostly on raw they'll, do, they'll have one person have an entrance then they'll do an interview and all they'll that. be it's waiting really there odd. forever it's like what do you do just talk to the fans i guess like yeah. shoot the breeze yeah so Shotzi and uh <laughs> quincy so yeah quincy's brought out Shotzi uh for her match against lash legend which was set up at halloween havoc uh we get a drop kick to the knee from Shotzi. Uh, Shotzi goes for a drop toe hold, but Lash, being a lot bigger, manages to hold uh, herself up and just stomps on the chest of Shotzi. Um, She then goes to, sorry, Shotzi goes to climb the turnbuckle, but gets booted off by uh, Lash. And then whilst on the outside, Quincy blows a kiss towards Lash legend. (laughs) And then wiggles his booty. Wiggles his ass (laughs) in her face, uh, which Booker didn't see. Booker T loves Quincy. What do you mean? He's like... What the hell? What is that? What's going on? Him at Halloween Havoc? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, There's a stretch muffler from Legend, and then Shotzi just slaps Legend in the face and delivers the Never Wake Up, the DDT, to pick up the win. Yeah, pretty cool DDT. She, like, hooks your arm or something in it. Uh, Yeah, it looks cool. Cool name for it as well. Uh, A a pretty clunky match, to be honest, uh, and I'm happy it didn't 
kind of go on longer. I know uh, people give Lash Legend a lot of shit because she's really new and stuff, but she is really new. And uh, a lot of this was just hitting each other that didn't look like they were really hitting each other. But uh, I am happy that Shotzi kind of came back down here, but it was not too much of a match. I, I will say my highlight of this was Quincy shaking his ass. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this felt a bit like... Uh... As we say Boxing that, day. You so, know, it's just the remnants of the holiday and Shotzi's still in Halloween mode. Yeah, it's like leftovers. It's like, yeah. we know Halloween's this week, so hey, we'll just have Shotzi. But I'm sorry to interrupt you because as I said, my favorite part was some ass shaking. Uh, the bots in our YouTube chat showed up. Free v- VRT girls chat. Free virtual chat. Nice. nice. We got oh, some. Check it out later. Yeah, we'll have Thank to bookmark you. that. Sweet. Thank you, 186.xyz. All, <laughs> All you need to do is talk about some shaking ass. Yeah. And uh, our our listeners go up, but yeah, uh, I I would I I like Shotzi, and I kind of think they're not using her the right way. I think a lot of non wrestling fans look at her and go, "Whoa, who is this character?" This mm. person's like out of her mind, crazy. The horror movie stuff. I think there's a big uh, they're they're missing something in how they're using her. I think she does need to refine her wrestling a bit. Fair she enough. does have a very um, like clunky style and it it can work for her. it's like the jeff hardy like a bit yeah. awkward not particularly pretty but does Scrappy. some crazy stuff but i think it really exposes her when she's against like lash legend who's very green or or like when we've seen her in like ladder matches and stuff like that it just gets very messy so i don't think having her in a, a tag team right now is a bad idea, but I think you could utilize her in more stuff like this on the main. Yeah, roster. she is such a in good more talker, of a presenter role. And she's so good at that. I, I mean, she's she's easily got a career after WWE years later. At you know the uh, horror movie uh, mm. host, the the drive-ins and all those stuff. Like she is a shoot. She's like Elvira, man. She's great. Like she's awesome. So definitely love the character and stuff. But I I kind of do agree that. showcasing her here against Lash didn't help either of them. I mean, she hit a cool DDT at the end, but I was really happy that it wasn't a longer match. Yeah. Um, We go on to Brutus and Julius Creed who come out. Uh, Brutus is meant to have uh, five minutes in the ring with Damon Kemp. Freak show! I got five minutes. Yeah. So so this is a match that only has a five-minute... Yeah. Like, time limit. Yeah. Okay. Um, And... Julius uh, is on the mic first and says his hands are still jacked up from Saturday and Sunday. And you look at his hands and this didn't actually look like makeup. His hands were all kind of cut up and bruised here. I mean, I I think they maybe actually may have touched his hands up a little bit. But thinking back to that match at Halloween Havoc, the spot where he gets his hand slammed in the door. I mean, Andrew were talking on that review like I... I don't know how you were faking that because it looked as if the guy repeatedly slammed the door on your hands. His hands did look pretty. So like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that maybe they didn't add some things for effect, but his hands definitely hurt. It looked swollen. Yeah, they had. That's where I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it is. They had to be hurt. Yeah, no, no matter what. Um, but he says all that pain means nothing compared to saving my brother. And it's time for my brother to put on the last punctuation uh, by putting away Damon Kemp for good. Uh, Brutus thanks Julius uh, for winning the match and tells him I love you and then gets all amped up and says, but now it's my turn. Damon Kemp, you promised me five minutes and I'm going to finish what I started. When Kemp appears on the screen and says, 
Julius, you just got lucky on Saturday. And Brutus, you got lucky tonight because I'm not medically cleared. But I still have five minutes of hell waiting for you. And every day you have me wait your... uh, Sorry, uh, Brutus then says, every day you have me wait your ass whooping is going to get worse and worse. Because it's diamond mine forever. And uh, before we go to the kind of post angle here... uh, what do you think of Brutus and Julius? Yeah, I felt this didn't uh, really service this storyline. I think it just kind of holds it. I think I think we could have just done it without it, to be honest. Like, this could have just been a backstage thing, teasing next week, if that's the case. Um, I, I usually am a big fan of the Creed Brothers, uh, but I remember the, the General Hospital skit they did a few weeks ago. Definitely was like, ooh, that's not the right thing yeah. to do with these guys. I think the same thing with this. It's like you're trying to go into the like, yeah, I'm my brother's keeper and I'm, I did this for him. But like just come out, be badasses is kind of I think you're cooler than you are. You're this this character that you were, you're trying to portray because I follow them on social media. These guys are beasts. Look, they're mm-hmm. wrestlers. They're amazing. I just think that they're being kind of soft and too like too fake. To be like, Damon, well, you, Damon Kemp, I ought to... Yeah, I, I've really liked Julius on the mic in the me past. Me too, me too. But I I got those hospital scene vibes yeah, again. But live, this, in the room. I, it, was just, it was just kind of bad acting rather than delivering like a fiery promo. I also... You're... Like, both with, with Waller and Kemp here, like... It made it seem less than, like, winning the ambulance match. The idea of the ambulance match is you beat them up so much that you lock them in an ambulance and they go right to the hospital. Right. Having Kemp just on the screen, smiling, being, oh, I'm not medically cleared, rubbing his shoulder. It's just like, oh, you actually just had a match where you closed the door behind this guy. Yeah. And it kind of, I think if you're doing a bit, like, I don't really like ambulance matches, but sell the... The gimmick, you know? I mean, he is. He's, he can't fight. So, well, yeah. But I, he's there grinning. It's like his yeah. heel, like, oh, I'm not medically cleared. Same with Waller tonight. It's like losing the casting matches. Oh, no, I just got rolled in a box and the leg got closed. All you needed to do is, was, like, they're, they're, they did all this to set up this angle after, but I think they just went around it the wrong way. I think you could have just had them go, hey, look, I saved my brother. More of a celebration yeah. promo. We're here, Diamond Mine. Now we can focus. We want those tag titles back. Damon Kemp shows up on the screen and goes, I'm, I'm not here tonight because I'm hurt from that ambulance, but, uh, you know, I'm always one step ahead of you. Boom, attack from behind. Here's my new gang. And we go to yeah, this. Yeah, I, I don't think needed Kemp at all tonight. Instead, yeah, they went around like trying to be emotional and the brothers thing and then getting amped up to want to fight him. It just felt all really all over the place. So after this, Sanger and Veer come in and beat up the Creed. Oh. Uh, there's a big choke slam from Sanger. I do think he has a nice... He's got one of the best. Slam. Yeah. Yeah, Veer could learn a lot from Sanger. Um, and as they're leaving, Ivy's asking, why? Why did you do this? That was us a few weeks ago. Diamond Mines meant to be forever. <laughs> when Sanger turned his back on uh, Valentina, Valentina, we asked why Sanger why, and now we know is because Damon Kemp was paying the big bucks to get these guys reunited to have them here to attack Diamond Mine. So, uh, what was their name? Indusheer? Indusheer, yeah. Indusheer has reunited fully here as they are heels and attack Diamond Mine. Clearly, we're getting this tag match. Yeah, it, I think it's a shame because I liked the, the Sanger character and yeah. doing something a bit different than you're just your big monsters. Um, but Sanger has definitely improved 
in ring oh, yeah. over the last year or so. Um, Veer is still coming, unproven. I mean, really, he was just doing squash. I still don't feel I've really actually seen him, this guy wrestle because yeah. all he's done was squashes. But uh, like maybe the Creeds could be. I like the Creeds as a tag team. It could actually work. And let's hope this this time round, this tag team, they're they're a bit more improved than before, and it could work. Still no Roddy, no Roddy. Well, still. He's so still in the hospital. Still could be a swerve, yeah. bro. <laughs> We see Pretty Deadly and, well, they're nervous. They say, oh, those guys, they're, they're quick and they're beloved by everyone and they're, they're fan favorites. But we should really start talking about Idris and Malik. Uh, like, nah. <laughs> so they've been talking about themselves and then they go side plate check and they, like, wiggle the side plates of the, the titles in the camera. I like this. Each other darlings. Yeah, they get real close to each other and talk like they're going to make out. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are really funny. <laughs> they are pretty funny. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, I, oh, their match is next. I guess we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, we see Toxic Attraction. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Gigi is sunbathing and she's on the phone on like FaceTime to Mandy, who's driving a car. And she got her, her Range Rover back, I yeah. guess. And they're like, where's JC? Oh, JC's at the gym. So they call JC and now it's a three-way chat. So, okay. So how this is shot is basically like Mean Girls, yeah. like the three-way call in the movie, right? But there's also now cameras on. It looks like a Twitch stream. Yeah. So, so each stream has... It looks the, like they're doing a watch along yeah, NXT. They have their phone like on FaceTime on each of them. But then NXT, like the show NXT also has a camera person with them wherever each girl is. Mm. So they're just not together, but yeah. it's like a day in the life. I guess, yeah. to kind of set that up. But very Mean Girl-esque. Yeah, JC's getting jacked up at the gym. Um, and they say, well, let's be grateful we all got out of that haunted house alive. <laughs> and we have the NXT Championship. And next week, we will be celebrating Mandy Rose's one-year anniversary as NXT Women's Champion. So you bitches better be ready to celebrate. <laughs> ow, ow. And oh. as long as we have the championship, it's Toxic Attraction. And yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Uh, was this the best part of the show? <laughs> uh, Gigi at the at the, the the pool, she's like, oh, I'm just out here getting my son that vitamin D. JC's like huge arms. She's like kissing herself on the arms there. And then Mandy's just driving. She's and like, driving I got a photo shoot, shoot yeah. later tonight. Uh, so, yeah, why not set up the, the celebration next week? I think, was this Be Real? Is this what this app is? Be Real? This is it, right? No, no, no. <laughs> this is the three-way call? No. <laughs> I told you I got B-reeled, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I recently got B-reeled, and I now I understood what you meant. Uh, yeah, it's okay. like, oh, you don't know. It's also taking the front photo at yeah. the same time. So your face is going to be like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But what, what I want to know is why I'm taking a photo pulling a face like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why, why would you be? Yeah. Every time I take a photo now, I'm just going to... Look real cool. As handsome as I can. Like toxic attraction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who do you think is going to interrupt the celebration? Roxanne? Roxanne. Like she's hot off a big win. Yeah. Although it is quite a while till deadline. So you could have some sort of uh, intermission kind of Could you see anyone come down from the main roster or anyone come back who's been away? Yeah, true. Like I'm trying to think. There's – who are the options for Mandy? There's – no one really now that I can think of apart from Roxanne. Yeah. In, on the babyface side. Yeah, there's not too too many here. Saray, she could come back. 
since right. she's not the hoodie yeah, girl. Yeah, they've kind of done that a couple of times. Yeah, they, they did, didn't they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bring someone back from the main roster, possibly. Yeah. Sonya, just do it again. <laughs> Turner again. Yeah. I don't know. There's Satomura as well, who obviously oh, man. is in what? the three-way, but hasn't done the one-on-one. Same Imagine. With, just... Same with Bea Priestley. Yeah. yeah where's where, she gone? Where's, yeah, where's Satomura? If you're not using her in NXT, just put her on Raw or mm. SmackDown or something at this point. Like, make some big special matches happen now. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Uh, the Twitch chat's coming up with some suggestions. Someone suggests Mei Ying, but uh, meaning Wendy oh, Chu. Oh, Wendy Chu. Yeah, she's been disappeared. She's disappeared for a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. But we've done, we've done the, the Wendy, Wendy yeah. Mandy thing to death, haven't we? Uh, the Twitch chat is also asking, where is Tiffany Stratton? Can't wait to see Tiffany Stratton come back. Mm. Can't wait. Big fans of Tiffany Stratton. We go to our NXT Tag Team Championship match. It's pretty deadly. Defending against Malik Blade and Idris Anofe. And, well, it's it's all Idris and Malik for most of this match. They hit right off the gate a blockbuster elbow drop off the top combo for a, a great near fall. I love when you start the match like this going like, oh, is it going to be like a squash flash upset. finish kind of thing? Yeah, I loved commentary here. Booker T, like, Booker T's, I, I don't like him on commentary. Well, you tell me, let me tell you something. This kid over here and this kid. Reminds me of And I'll tell you so-and-so. something. And this kid. Yeah. Uh, he did, he starts off by, by uh, Vic is like, well, uh, Idris and Malik are two of the most fashionable superstars. And Booker's like, what? What are you talking about? This guy's wearing a vest. Like, stop. Just stop right there, Vic. And then when pretty deadly come out Vic is like well I'm gonna assume that you don't like these guys and he's like what do you mean these guys look like stars <laughs> so Booker uh, big fans of uh, yes boy yes boy uh, yeah this this is pretty fun so it's all Idris and Malik uh, Anofi hits this great like top rope it looks like he's going for a high cross but twists to more like a back senton senton yeah look really cool uh, after the commercial pretty deadly starts to make a comeback uh, there's big DDT from Elton Prince and Blade gets tagged in. Uh, it's a big flying clothesline and then like the the kind of Miz clothesline in the ropes. Yeah. Um, climbs to the top, but Elton leaves the ring. So Blade hits this huge run up tope con hilo over the turnbuckle, uh, taking out both are pretty deadly. This looked awesome. Yeah, I mean that was crazy. He just flies over the top rope, taking out both. So of much them. height. Um, Wilson and Blade are then duking it out in the ring and then uh, Blade and Anofi hit this double cutter to Wilson uh, which looked very nice yeah it reminded me of the like the, the video games when you could do double RKO yeah this is it Where our rated RKO would do it Edge and Randy yeah. used to do it just both at the same time yeah it looked cool, Look cool. Uh, and then Anofi hits this big knee to the face Blade takes out Prince but Wilson still manages to kick out and then Elton pulls down the rope to kind of uh, send Blade, uh, Blade to the outside. They set up for uh, they set up for spilt milk on Blade, but Malik rolls it through for a great near fall. Yeah, the crowd bought it. I bought it for sure. And then Pretty Deadly eventually hit split spilt milk uh, to pick up the win and retain the titles in. Really good match here and a really good showing from Blade and Anofi. Yeah, uh, by the end of the match, Booker had changed his tune real, real quick, especially on uh, Malik Blade here. He was like, whoa, okay, this kid is on fire. And he was in this match. Uh, It's usually Anofi who's kind of stealing the show, I'd Mm. say, in the matches. So for Blade to kind of be the standout was 
was cool and uh, definitely an eye-opening moment for we've watched these guys they've been enhancement talent for quite a while here they've been given some silly backstage stuff here and there but they're slowly getting to like a a position and week by week they get there and having matches like this is definite I I could have bought them winning uh, during this match yeah, which which I think is a good thing if you're yeah. if you're biting on these guys to win. I was. Um, I kind of liked how Pretty Deadly were just like, "Hey, you guys do a lot of flashy stuff. Yeah, we'll chill. How about you do all of that, and then we'll win. We'll win, and it will make That's it all their matches, and it will make it a better match for it. I and fair enough. Like I, it, I, as much as I absolutely adore Pretty Deadly. Their matches, they usually don't stand out in them. It's always them getting beat up. They doing some cheeky shit and then they hit their spilt milk, which I think is a really bad finisher. It's, bad finisher. it's not even a finisher. They didn't even fully. They didn't hit never. I don't think one. they have ever fully hit that move, yeah. but it's just funny. They're funny. So I'll always still like be behind them, but their wrestling uh, could improve. They just need a, a better, better finisher and, and that's it. But. But yeah, both both tag title matches really delivered for me. Tag team title Tuesday. Tag team title Tuesday. TTT. TTT. Yeah, it was it was pretty good, and Anofi and Blade continue to impress. And pretty deadly, like they're already champs. They already like are kind of names here on this show. But Anofi and Blade kind of really coming into their own, and it's cool to see. I could see them being a like stick keep them together. They could be a pretty hot. That's what I hope with so many of these tag teams. It's like don't rush splitting these guys up. I I feel it'd be nice to have ready-made tag teams moving up to the main roster, um, which they don't do a great deal. Yeah, Um, these guys could put on some hot matches uh, on the main roster. Yeah, absolutely. New Day, Usos, yeah, Street Profits, yeah. Uh, we get get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day. But I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive-grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. And now a JD McDonough video package hyping up the main event. He says that bike almost sounded like his entrance music there. Yeah. The, 
Um, he says, I almost didn't get out of bed on Sunday morning because I wasn't NXT champion, but then I realized neither was Ilya. And Ilya calls me a cancer. Well, there's one nickname I was given recently that I prefer, and that's the ne necessary evil. He talks about the devil inside of him, and as his face turns red, do camera effects, and his voice turns evil. Whoa. And he says, your face was priceless when I stopped the ref from counting, and you're going to be bloody and incapacitated tonight, and you will never wish you heard the name J.D. McDonough or came to NXT. And throughout all of this, it's shots of him having, like, acupuncture to the face. He's in Ugh. ice chambers, like Walt Disney. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I again, a good video. I think this this style works for him. Yeah, uh, a def another character that at first we're like, oh, they've given him the creepy guy gimmick. But, I mean, if you stick with it, if you stick with anything long enough, it'll eventually start to, to work and evolve and stuff. So he's definitely kind of found his own. But I actually like the storyline. I, I thought that was probably probably the highlight of that match actually when he stops the count because Dragonov's reaction was like what the fuck did you just do and then he, JD's like laughing like ah I didn't even care who won if it wasn't me it wasn't going to be you like essentially like it didn't matter who they've, I was doing they've it done to. a good job and I didn't I wasn't following NXT UK weekly but I think they've done a good job of carrying over the history the story they had there with with um Ilya writing off Devlin yeah. from NXT UK I think they've carried it over quite nicely to NXT and have filled the audience in in a good way yeah. with it. And that definitely continued tonight. The devil inside. He's like the omen. He is, yeah. Damien. Uh, we get Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons backstage. Zoe's frustrated. She said, I had the tag titles in my hand and it was taken away. And Caden and Katana were lucky. Uh, Nikita apologizes to Zoe, but Zoe says it's not her fault. Um, it was mine. How did I not see the tag? And we will get a rematch and take the gold down the line. Yeah, they're kind of feeling a bit heelish here from Zoe. Like she's a little pissed off. Like maybe splitting her with Nikita. I'm not sure, but seems like she's upset at this. Kind of a different tone. I, I thought compared like to the sort of kind of bad acting from the Creeds earlier. I thought they both. This seemed genuine. Yeah, like frustration and stuff. I thought they were both pretty good here. We have the schism. Oh, here we go. And. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we've got, starts with Joe Gacy. Uh, the other two, sorry, it's Joe Gacy with uh, the dyad, uh, Rip Fowler and Jagger Reed in yellow masks. Yeah, they all have... Uh, plastic Dollarama masks. It's like smiley face masks. They wear smiley pins and give them out and stuff like that. Uh, at least we got to hear their theme song. I'm pretty sure Wayne and Pauline wore these masks to one of our Halloween parties. Smiley face? Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. yeah, They're part of the schism tree. Way confirmed part of the schism, schism tree. tree. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, these guys looking like... They, they're coming out here looking like they're the type of people who were in Vegas this weekend for when we were young. We got fucking, what's his name? Rip Fowler. Yeah. Wearing all black and like, uh, the, the one eye, little wonky. We got, what's the other guy's name? Jagger Reed. Ripped <laughs> Jagger Reed in his like gray black flannel, emo ripped skinny black jeans. Like they were looking for they're emo. They're starting weekend. to dress a little more. "Quote unquote normal." James but. Drake's got his facial hair back. Yeah. So I mean, there's that. But yeah, they were they look like they were gonna be somewhere else this weekend. But they and also have the red hoodie. The third member, the red hoodie. The fourth member. Fourth member. Yeah. Third follower. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gacy says pride and arrogance is everywhere in NXT, 
And these pioneers, talking about Jagger and Rip, <laughs> understand that togetherness is the greatest accomplishment. And our mission statement is clear. Remove your mask and join the schism or be torn down. And Rip Fowler <laughs> says NXT is full of selfishness and greed and everyone puts themselves in front of us. But it, that's only a re- reflection of your shortcomings. And if you water the roots, more roots will grow and allow them to dry out, and so will all hope. And then Jaggerman says, <laughs> uncontrolled negativity, uh, blah, 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 something about social well-being. Pain rings pain! And to be truly healthy, you must know how to treat it carefully. Love brings love, and the schism only builds stronger together as a unit. Um, it was interesting, you mentioned Jagger's like, grown out the facial hair again. He's also ditched the contact lens. And, He's like, nah, I'll just dress and emo. both these guys, uh, when they started this gimmick, yeah. were talking in like a, like a more neutral, like British accent. Right. Whereas Rip is full Scouser Full Scousey. Uh, Drake Jagger sounds like he Mick used Jagger, to Rip like Taylor. Blackpool, I think he is. Gacy then says, there are people in this world who think they have everything they want, but are defeated on the inside. The path to everlasting unity comes from showing their truth. Yada, stars. yada, yada. And then it's revealed the final member, the fourth member, is not Isla Dawn, who we've been guessing at. Or Saray. Or Saray, <laughs> but... Uh, Ava Rain. Ava Rain. Yeah. Yes. Or you might recognize her as Young Rock. Young Rock. Simone Johnson. Yeah. If you smell... Interesting they've given her the surname Rain. True. Not Rains, but... Rain. rain. Oh, yeah. interesting. I didn't think of it that way. But... Yeah. Wow. So, you smell what the schism is cooking. So is this the pebble? Like if... Yeah, Young Rock. That's the rock. Yeah. I mean, clearly not the person who was wearing the hoodie in all the other sketches. She's a lot taller than the person who mm. was running around. Oh, uh, she was on a podium here. Was she? Okay, yeah. Maybe. she. They were like on a winner's still, podium sort of thing. Still, I, I think it was probably... This is an int- I, this is a swerve to me. I did not see this coming. Mm. I, I completely forgot that we we've never seen her. She's right? been down in the PC for I feel like two years now, hasn't she? Yeah, I mean we've seen her pop up on since they've been back to doing NXT like live shows and and stuff. She showed up and debuted. I think she was going by the Final Girl, kind of like that uh, Church's Singers was doing the Final okay. Girl, like Laurie Strode kind of stuff. But here. Uh, joining emo night here with the, the like red, black hair, like the, the dark emo outfits. So yeah, uh, crazy. The Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson, Ava Rain, showing up in a stable with two guys from NXT UK and, uh, what, a CZW legend? <laughs> Wrestling's weird. Yeah. It's- What's going on here? They threw her in, this is like Rocky Mayavia. Like, yo, we're going to make you in the drizzle. Like, she's instantly shifted being the leader of it this was, group. It was interesting because the, like, the crowd don't like... There was one guy just heckling Boo. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he was annoying. There was a bit of a reaction from Big reaction. Simone. It Big reaction like, from me and you. It was like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah not where I'd, I'd have placed her. But, no. uh, yeah, well, why not? I mean, I think, I think it makes sense. If you want to start using her, she's so young. I'm looking, she's... 21 crazy years old um and i would assume is still pretty green i've not sure. seen any of her work but maybe having her in a bit of a a group kind of like what they're doing with thea hale like get tv time and get like used to being in the cameras but maybe 
we won't showcase so much of your wrestling yet because we can work on that on the PC, but at least now we've got you as a, a character, perhaps. Yeah, look, uh, I we've been so down on the Joe Gacy schism stuff. I will say that since uh, kind of bringing in more of a... Like the the Titan Trons and the way they looked was all like new designs. Like it's as if they are going forward with le- trying less to be the, the woke kind of thing. And now let's just go into like Raven's flock. Yeah. Essentially. You know what I mean? If like I reveal like we were talking bullshit. And we're yeah. We're just going to be grungy and yeah. emo and wear plaid and denim jackets and stuff like that. So it, it's okay. Like I think, I think instantly adding this person, I mean, yeah, I've not seen her wrestle. I don't know if she's any good. We, she barely talked here, but of course, it has interest. It's the Rock's daughter. Mm. Of course, we're going to be like, "Whoa, let's see what let, let's see what goes on here." So it does have my interest. But as I said, instantly, she's now the, the hierarchy of this group. She's the yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's the, the bloodline. Project, <laughs> she's right? the yeah, bloodline. She's which I mean, instantly in a few years, that if that's still a storyline going on, you know, you bring her in. You mentioned her name, Rain. I mean, in a promo, she could be like, "I'm Ava Rain," yeah. <laughs> or something like that. But. Uh, I, I think Ava reigns supreme, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. You do a little play on words. Uh, I, I know that it's like such a weird f- group that you would put her into, but I mean, they haven't used her yet. So, hey, why not see where they can go with this? I still think this whole group is just ridiculous and it got even more ridiculous, but now I'm like even more into it than it, I was. It's also kind of kayfabe wise. It's, it's like they've been like, uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson have been brainwashed, given these names because it's like their their cult name. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure. So it's something that when she's at the stage, she can kind of shed this name and be Simone, Simone Johnson. Johnson or right. whatever they want to go with something a bit more oozy. Right. Right. Um, yeah. No. Uh, it's 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 definitely interesting. Uh, I mean, technically, she now has one of the best theme songs going. <laughs> right she's gonna come out every time to this theme so yeah. that's a plus as well so you're gonna hear a lot more of this theme in the future of nxt but uh really really cool i'm waiting to see uh the the Dwayne's reaction to this yeah. i'm sure he's got a lot to, i'm sure he's he watches nxt every tuesday night so uh he'll give his thoughts i'm sure but he's busy t- touring with the number one movie he black is, adam yeah. but i'm sure he got a chance to sit down and watch uh i can't believe it all this time when uh jagger reed and What's their what's his name? Rip Fowl. They were like, "Fuck, we got to lose our gimmicks that we had before. We got to change our names. We got to wear these eye things. We got to do. We got to hang out with this guy. Wait, now the Rock's daughters now in they our might group. Be invited All right, for Christmas yeah. dinner. Wait, it's, now we're what? Now we're now we're okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, she does speak. She says, "This family completes me." Again, if you're doing the family thing, it can always play down the line. Exactly. Um, she says, "I am Ava Rain." They all hug. And then Gacy says, this collective of hearts beat together in unity. And I know, and then they say four roots, one tree. And they're all kind of mouthing along. Four roots, one tree. Very Charles four Manson. Four roots, one tree. Four roots, one tree. A family. Mm. Trust your heart. We go backstage to Sol Ruka, who says she's nervous and excited to go up against Indy Hartwell. And uh, she says, just like when I'm crashing through a wave, it's like excitement, but fear. Instant death when someone's like, you know, I'm really excited. Just like when I was excited to surf and make, oh man. Indy walks in, and this is something she's been doing recently, kind of having babyface v. babyface matches, but kind of coming in and talking a bit of 
Shit. Yeah. She says, uh, doing tricks is only going to get you so far. It's all about winning. Um, so that's setting up their match a little later. When we get a Video. WWE Performance Center call message thing. So it's a video, and it's basically when you watch, like, I don't know, like true crime shows. It's like the 911 it'll, calls. It'll have yeah. the 911 call. It'll play it for you with the audio playing. The and then like show, yeah. yeah, show you the subtitles and stuff. So it's doing that, but it's the WWE Performance Center voicemail. I wonder if this is their actual voicemail. Hi, welcome to the voicemail. Welcome to the WPC. Uh, leave your name and number and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Have a great day. Yeah. Beep. And then it leaves a message. So I didn't catch... Unfortunately, we don't have a rewind option or a pause option while we're watching. But it's, I just it, didn't care. But. It, well, it seemed to be like... It seemed to me like lyrics or a poem because it was all like rhyming. It was written like verse. Uh, said, let go of all your pain, washing away your deepest fear. Listen with your eyes. Awaken from the pits you call the dark. Open up to my soliloquy and watch as I come and leave my mark and plan to tear all of NXT apart. Sincerely yours, Scripts. Scripts? Yeah. First of all, do people leave voicemails? Is this voicemails? like lights or grimes? Or, like, what is this? Scripts. Scripts. Yeah. Like, who leaves voicemails? No one does that. I didn't, like... Is that even still a thing? It's just very odd that this would be the we, – we have so many more creative things going on, especially just recently with, like, the White Rabbit. Hell, even Zoe Starks with her QR codes. Mm. Then to kind of go back to this route, it is a bit, like, not as cool, but it's like we just had a segment with these guys doing this. Yeah. And it, now we're going it more. Feels a bit, it feels a bit Joe Gacy – S. Is this is this the hacker Solomon Crow? Is Solomon Crow. What's yeah. his name now? And scripts. It sounds scripts. 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 I don't know any scripts. <laughs> snakes. I don't know any snakes. Like, is it a guy? Is it a girl? Like, well, it had a like de- a pitched down voice. So I'm sure by the time you listen to this, someone out there has pitched up their voice. Been hackerized. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hacker gimmick. Is it uh, Mustafa Ali? He's not, he he's way above voicemails though. He knew how to hack into everything. He's trying to make it on Raw right now. Is it Dijak? Well, we've ha- I wouldn't think it's. We've already had the Dijak thing. I, and yeah. it was a very different style. So who's scripts? Maybe it's Mace. Or is this just like they think WWE thinks this is a person, but it's actually like those people who keep calling me to ask if my ducks need cleaning. They're like, oh, do your, uh, your ducks <laughs> ducts. Ducts. Oh, okay. Or like the people who are like, you've won a cruise or something. Like, yeah. is it like that? Or is this person just like, what is it? Pain, soliloquies. He's quoting what? Is he trying to quote Macbeth here or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I think a, a bit too much um, of these like cryptic. I, yeah. I, I don't, I like, I like mysteries, but I just. I like a good mystery. I do like a good, good mystery. Good, juicy mystery. And I, I do think it builds like, uh, like anticipation of who it's going to be. But just the dialogue just felt very. Gacy-esque, and maybe we've got a few too many people talking in these riddles. Because I I recently watched The Watcher on Netflix, okay. and it's doing that. Basically, every time the a letter was sent to this house, when you watch it on the show and they read it, it goes in like this like pitched down voice. Right. It's exactly like this. Okay. So maybe they someone watched that this week and went, oh, we could do something like this person's watching over the PC, like hmm. secretly watching or not. I don't know. I I felt like. With all the other like mystery stuff, it's kind of already on the weaker side. But right away, first time seeing it, so maybe it can get better and go mm. to like the next level. But scripts, scripts, it's definitely hacker type. I mean, it it could uh, tie in with 
this could be built for Deadline because we did have the commercial for NXT Deadline, which had a similar kind of thing. It was like the ticking countdown clock to yeah. reveal. I don't know. I don't know. Some we, we go to Sol Ruka versus Indy Hartwell. Uh, Sol Ruka decides to do some flips. Um, <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. She literally does like handstands in her entrance, and then right away she's doing flips in the match. Goes for a drop kick, but Indy holds the ropes. And then Indy delivers this big clothesline and then follows up with three short-arm clotheslines and then a big forearm to the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, and just puts Sol Ruka away just like that. It was like 30 seconds at, like, maybe not even. Basically, she used the bull hammer to the back of the yeah. head. What's Osprey's? The Os cutter? No. The hidden blade. Hidden it, blade. It's more, this the one's more blade. like uh, carrying crosses. Yeah, No, the blade goes that way, like, yeah. follows through this more the What was the his called? The cross? The, the shit elbow. <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this was uh, kind of a, a shocker because Indy just crushes this newbie here, but it makes sense. She, I, I like that she's been getting a bit of an edge, like these interrupting promos, being a bit more confident yeah. in herself. It sure beats um, being like, oh, I lost my, my partner and my... My friend and my family. Yeah, she's just angry that yeah. like Dexter's not here. Like she's still floating around here, not really. She but just. I, I like this more of a direction for her, being maybe a bit more heelish, a bit more aggressive. I like the finish. Yeah, the, the it was better than the time she used the superplex. Even though I was still a fan of that, because like, well, someone's not got to kick out yeah. of it one time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, after the match, Electra Lopez returns Whoa. and beats up both Indy and Sol Ruka. Looks in the camera and says, La Madrina is back. Yeah, you forgot about her. She didn't get the call up. She got replaced by Zelina, but it's okay. This for the bet. I think, I think Lopez has a, a good, like, presence. Yeah. Um, I've, I've liked her as part of, uh, Legado, but her wrestling needs work. So this blue- if you, if you did move her up with, um, Legado, it would expose her. And I think her wrestling wouldn't ever really improve. Whereas maybe in NXT, she can, she can get more reps in and hopefully get better in ring. Her blue thunder bomb here looked awesome on Sol Ruka. Mm. She crushed her, but she always hit that move really well. Yeah. If I'm remembering uh, from some of her matches. Yeah. It is kind of unfortunate because the storyline was, ah, legato, we're family. You think I'd leave family behind? Psych. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Sorry, Electra. We found Zelina and yeah. she's kind of great. So we're going to go with her. Uh, but I'm happy that she still has a, a role here and she looked good here beating both these girls up. So, different storylines we can go with Electra getting some rub I, I I could see her getting better at, in the ring we go to chase you yes and they're in, in class and Duke Hudson shows up he's the the latest the exchange student graduate that's, he, right. that's it the exchange <laughs> the student. exchange student the transfer student Bodie isn't there uh, Bodie hasn't shown up and Duke Hudson sits in Bodie's seat and Thea Hale's like what what that's that's Bodie's Bodie seat. seat and uh and Andre says, well, he didn't show up, so it's a free seat. It's whoever sits in it. Yeah, Duke kind of like goes, oh, uh, I saw him earlier. I just I don't know where he is. So it's almost like suspicious, like, mm, are you the reason? Car trouble, eh? You the reason? Um, Andre is saying that next week is November, which is November's always been a historic month with loads of events. So... Let's start with the fucking Montreal screw job. <laughs> and as he's like talking, it kind of, his voice goes in the background and Thea Hale's uh, pen has ran out. So Duke Hudson gives her his pen. She's like, well, what about you? And he's like, oh, I, I write everything down in my head. 
And Andre Chase like, what the fuck, Duke? What the <laughs> fuck do you mean? You write things down. You don't think what I have to say is good enough to write down? Write it down. And, uh, and Thea goes to like stand up for Duke. And he's like, no, no, you're right. You're right, sir. My, my problem. And then he, he steals the pen of the student to the other side of his. <laughs> as, as like the class goes on. And again, like it's like almost slowly fading. Andre Chase is still talking like, you know, and then like jazz music starts to play. And then Duke is like acting all like suave and then just reaches over, just steals the pen. Starts writing his notes, and then that student's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then it, like, fades out. What a fucking heel. What the hell? What a heel. Stealing a pen. I mean, he was the good guy here. He he gave Thea and took the, the, like, rap for her broken pen. Like, essentially, like, don't worry. He's trying to take... He's working for for, uh, Kiana. No? Oh, what? Kiana wants to buy Chase U. Or buy the land that Chase U is on. So Duke is taking them down from the inside. He's clearly laid out Bodhi. And now he's trying to get fear on his side. To take and down and chase you from the, the inside. The poor girl next to him isn't going to graduate because he stole a pen. All I know is... as He's the, destroying it from the inside. This, this jazz music or whatever started playing. I was howling at him just like... Oh. Duke has a really funny emotion, facial reactions. And he just takes the pen like it's he's... The worst fucking thing ever. And the music's playing. I don't know what it was. God bless was, this guy. Like, I was laughing giving so him some absolute yeah, drizzly yeah. shit. And, and he's still here. And I'm like, I kind of, it's so bad I get enjoyment from it. Yeah. We we have, uh, it's a lot less 2.0 stuff than we used to have. It's still got some there. And in its right doses, I can just laugh Oh, at this. man. So good. Uh, I'm interested now. Yeah. You're you're kind of on the right track. Maybe this is uh, Kiana James, like, or is she too busy doing dark matches on the main roster? Do you see that? Kiana oh, yeah. James. Nice. The, the secretary, too? Jean? G. I think her name's G. G. Someone corrected us being like, guys, you, you, you kept saying this, her name was Jean, but I think it's G. Maybe the three of them are scripts. <laughs> Business scripts? Uh, I don't know if they use voicemails. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, of course they were. They're, they're business people. Yeah. Do business things. Their phones and business voicemails. I don't know. Chase, chase you. I mean, Bodie's going to come back next week and be like, I had my, my tire was slashed or, you know, I, something that clearly Duke caused him not to yeah. show up. But maybe Duke has, has kind of got his mojo back and has been playing poker. So he's won enough money to help Kiana buy Chase you as well. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we're overthinking it. I but. don't think so. I don't think we're thinking about this enough. I mean, I where people need to be talking about? Yeah, this where? Is, I mean, if people saw Kiana James and her secretary, they most definitely would be talking about this angle more than yeah. we should be. Uh, we get a little video advertising NXT Deadline, which is happening December the tenth, um, and then we get a like follow up from Roxanne Perez following her win over Cora Jade at the Weapons Wild match, and she says. She's upset about what she became at NXT Halloween Havoc, but she has found a whole new level of belief in herself and friends are going to come and go, but whoever changes around me, I have to stay true to who I am. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I think she'll be heading for that title I think soon. The There's dead- no other real, unless you bring someone in, no other real uh, people I can think of to go against Mandy. I would, I would do Roxanne Mandy at deadline. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think would be the match, but down the line, Mandy has to have another opponent before then. Mm. Yeah. We see Malik and Idris, they're leaving the PC and they're upset and they're like, Oh man, what if that was our last chance? 
And then we hear woo! <laughs> it's some woo girls. And Odyssey Jones shows up in a big car with all these girls just hanging out. <laughs> and they're like, yo, where the fuck have you been the last three months? Yeah, remember Odyssey, Odyssey Jones? Yeah. Shout out Odyssey Jones. And Here he is showing up in a truck full of girls. And he's like, yo guys, wrestling's lame. I lost all the time. I've gone away. I bought this car. I found these girls. Sure, you lost. But do you want to have fun with us instead? And Idris is like, I don't know about you, but this looks fun. He jumps in the back of the like truck. I feel like his shirt's off, probably. He jumps yeah. in the back of the truck. And Malik's like, oh, I don't know, man. And the girl's... Drag him through the window. He, I don't know. It looked like he jumped. As the car drives off and his legs are kind of kicking in the window. But yeah, big return from Odyssey motherfucking Jones. What a good guy this guy is. His his two buds just lost earlier tonight. What a better way to, to get your mind off losing the title match tonight by just having a party. Get in my truck. I think this guy's a bad influence on these two. Oh, Cameron really? Grimes put these two straight and was like, hey, you're talented and you should be going for titles and yeah. winning. And... Not pissing about so much. Odyssey Jones, we haven't seen this lad for a long time. Yeah, but you know, you know, once in a while, you need to, you know. I agree. Like, there's, what are you going to do tonight? You've had your yeah. match, you've lost. You're not going to go training tonight. Exactly. Like, let your hair down, let your vest down, have some fun. <laughs> let your vest down. Yeah, take the vest off. Yeah. We need to see next week a recap of what happened at this party. In the truck with all the girls in the... Is it like... You know in movies and like sometimes... I'm assuming... This is Florida, obviously. So like I guess people riding in the back of your pickup truck is legal in Florida. I would assume mm. so. Like just probably like drinking Four loco while driving a truck is probably legal. Like this looks like this guy's doing them a favor. Like come out, hang out, forget about your problems and focus on them tomorrow. I think they need Were these it. Good lad. Mellows girls... I don't... There was a lot. There was way too Quite many people lot. in this truck. Trucks can fit a lot of people, I learned. Yeah. So there you go. I need to get me. We need to get a truck. You need a license. This to is start. true. Yeah, a truck would be a and nice. I need to change mine over to be Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a truck would be a, a nice addition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go to the main event of the evening: Ilya Dragunov taking on JD McDonough. Um, and as JD's making his entrance, Dragunov just attacks him and hits him with these three German suplexes that are just beautiful. The last one with this big bridge hits a flying knee to the face of JD and then this vicious elbow to the back of the head. Uh, everything Ilya does has such a, a nice snap to it. Even something as simple as like a scoop slam just looks beautiful from this guy. Um, Dragunov then goes for his like 619 in the ropes, but his ribs kind of give out and he falls. His ribs all taped up from the match on Saturday. So now JD starts to attack the ribs, sending him flying into the announce table. And the referee kind of steps between the two as doctors are checking on Dragunov as we go to commercial break. Yeah, kind of odd uh, to kind of go to this angle. Like, I guess they're playing up. He's got taped up ribs from his match yeah. last last weekend. But then, like, I don't know. I just watched Hangman get clotheslined and then they stopped the match. I just felt like I, it was little... I They... Especially in the last year, they've done this a lot. This trope, yeah. Matches. Like, I, I think pretty much every Sammy Guevara match is going to commercial and them checking. What I, it doesn't make sense to me in the context, like, kayfabe of wrestling. Yeah. Because the idea of a wrestling match is to hurt someone enough so they're either pinned for three seconds, they're down for 10 seconds, they're counted out the ring for 10 seconds, or they're submitted. So, 
to be like, oh wait, this guy's hurt. It's like he should be hurt. We're we're fighting yeah, each other. Yeah. So I kind of only want to see this when it's Look, when it's a legit and it's it's not that it's like it's, I think it's lazy. It's I, such a tro- I think it's it a bit is lazy. it is it is it is such a trope that's used so often that when the hangman one happened, you were like, oh, is this is you this real it. or not? But then it's like, no, this guy's actually hurt. So it is kind of weird. But again, they're playing up like he's not one hundred percent. They're actually doing the same. This felt like the same design and setup from that match with Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson a few months back. That really good one where Garcia got the win over Danielson because Danielson was too hurt from prior. And then the finish was even the same finish as this one. So it was very similar. It's like, well, he beat him really violently, but he also like beat him when the guy was down already. So it still sets up the feud and continues it. So I didn't mind that, but you're right. It's like, how many times did they just do this? Like, like I'd just be, if I was JD, it's like, count him. Yeah, count He's him. out of the ring. Yeah. Count him. I, I know what you're saying. It's totally one of the tropes that's like in the playbook of, okay, well, we haven't done this tonight. Yeah. It's like, that's definitely in that book. Uh, that aside, uh, this match is really good. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so after the commercial break, uh, Dragunov is back in the match. He's delivering these chops and elbows to the back of JD. It's this big Gamangiri, a diving knee. And then Dragunov goes up the top for his senton, but JD gets the knees up, attacking those ribs even more. This, there's, like, when Dragunov fired back here, he hits his chops, which, like, mm-hmm. no one's on the level of his chops, maybe Gunther and stuff, but... He then chops him in the legs. He then chops him on the side of the arms. And then he like spins him around and chops him in the back. Yeah. Like this guy doesn't, this guy is basically, you know, those like wooden spinning things that you see in movies when they're training yeah. how to fight. He does that to you. He'll like spin you around and just slap you everywhere and chop you. It looks like it's, it looks it, Yeah, it looks like it hurts. Then delivers this beautiful superplex, uh, to McDonough. And then I love this move when JD's like lying on his back and he just comes flying in with this forearm to the face. This is like, it's like the knockout finish him blow. Yeah. He did this to Braun on the paper. He does this in a lot of his matches, but when he did this to Braun on the pay-per-view, I was like, this should be one of your super finishers. Like this should be the, the cherry on top to make sure the guy's out. And it looks violent. It's a falling down, like Superman forearm when the guys, it's UFC mounting almost like, Hounds him, but he looks so good when he does this. No one's, no one makes it look as brutal as him. Yeah, it's 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 stunning. It's an awesome move. Um, Dragunov is then setting up for Torpedo Moscow, but kind of falters and sells the ribs the a ribs. little bit. Then charges in for that diving headbutt, but JD catches him in a sleeper with the legs grapevined around the ribs and is just squeezing Ilya. Yeah. Great spot, catching him in midair with yeah. that sleeper, yeah. The like, forearm is across the nose. We see his his nose is just, I think it's his nose, is just leaking here. There's blood the all around his mouth well. and blood. Vic Joseph's like trying not to say he's bleeding, but he's like, look at his face, man. His nose is getting stretched JD, up. Like, I don't know if he broke it here because yeah. he's just squeezing that nose. Uh, and... Uh, Booker is like going, and and actually I thought Booker was quite good here because okay. he was like, ref, call it. Like he's out, yeah, he's out. I was yelling at the and TV. And the ref eventually like calls it off. And Booker kind of sells that the ref should have called that earlier. Like Dragunov could be like Injured. seriously hurt yeah. now. And Vic Joseph with great call as well. Uh, after, like as soon as the bell rings, JD still doesn't let go. Yeah. And the ref is trying to pull him off, but it's even like hurting Dragunov's nose even more 
And that's when Booker was saying, like, hey, he could be even more hurt now. And Vic Joseph, who I give a ton of shit to all the time, but here he's like, son of a bitch, let him go. Yeah. And I was like, good call. Because I was yelling. I, this 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 whole match really did have me on the edge of my seat since coming back from that first commercial break. But specifically, the final moments here was really good. Really Hats good. off to both these talents and, and the whole to- commentary team. Just everything was... Perfect and yeah. and that's that's it. JD gets JD the win. wins and they do a stretcher angle with uh, Ilya being stretched out of the arena. Yeah, so I think this we're probably not going to see Dragonoff for a few weeks. Like this was brutal, and then set up for essentially a big rubber match. Yeah, I please would think, down the line. Definitely, uh, I don't know if you do a stipulation or two out of three or something like that. Yeah, uh, but it feels like we're going that way because they're definitely. That U- NXT UK match is definitely canon in this story. Yeah. So I feel that's the way we're going. Here. Again, I don't want to like st- stretch this storyline out, even though he's on the stretcher. But I I would say that the, the December 10th show deadline would be a great match to have on that show to just really deliver a, a banger show. Because yeah. these guys really delivered in that main event on Saturday. And yeah. uh, I really enjoyed this main event. This this had NXT UK feels. We did a Best Match Ever podcast chatting all about the NXT UK matches. And these two obviously were all over that because they had some crazy matches over there. And to kind of see this brought over here, I thought this was great. This gets over JD and it gets over Ilya. Like Ilya's already a I name. Think, I think JD kind of needed this yeah. because he's come in as this this kind of super heel, but has has lost yeah. a, a couple of the big matches. Well, he didn't lose to Braun. He wasn't pinned. True. So now the but story... But he did lose in the, the original yeah, he did. title yeah, match. Yeah. And then I think Ilya being that kind of underdog, having him like fighting with the rib injury here, it's it. he's fine after this. Of course. And I think you can... It makes... It definitely gives JD some credibility coming out of this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I... You know, I, I thought this was a pretty strong episode of NXT. I thought Me too. both the, the tag matches and this main event really delivered. Um, and then I quite enjoyed some of the silly stuff. I thought the R-Truth stuff was kind of fun. Um, the, the reveal of the, the Schisms member was, uh, I'd say, um, better than expected. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Interesting. It definitely like instantly turns it in a direction we didn't yeah. think it would go. Yeah. So I I actually quite enjoyed this week's episode. I yeah, think. there was there was a lot of good wrestling, and I love when there's some good matches. Both tag title matches really did deliver for me. I thought all the people involved it just helped and elevated them get to that way. Specifically, the champions. Uh, I think. Well, actually, no, not pretty deadly. I think Malik Blade and Idris stole that one, stole that stole that match. Uh, and then I, I I loved every time I get to hear "What's Up" by Our Truth. So it's instant pop for me. Loved his Joker outfit. But that main event and the angle afterwards was the shit I love to watch. Again, reminded me of that Garcia Danielson where it was the other way. It was mm. Garcia doing that to him kind of. But again, he's not 100%. So that's the story. Like the good guy can come back in the end and get his his win back over over JD. But yeah, solid NXT. And we got Odyssey Jones coming back in a truck with we the party. Did. So what was not to like on this episode? Stealing pens, a lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on, but uh NXT is is not dead. NXT is alive and well. So can't wait to to see some some stuff going forward. Um I I'd, I'd be interested in seeing JD versus Braun one more time before yeah. the deadline show. What what would you book cuz you're saying And you th- Braun Ilya one on one at some point. That yeah. maybe that's the deadline. I don't know. Like there's still some time like a month plus. I I, I do think maybe JD Ilya at 
deadline. Um, yeah, I could see that. Uh, I am. I do think it will be Cruz and Bron at deadline. I think so. Oh, okay. I see that match happening like next week, two weeks. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then we move, and then JD attacks him after set up that match, and then finally Ilya comes back. I don't know. There's a few different possibilities there, but uh, whereas the tag team division, like you, you think Creeds get back into that? Creeds and and Creeds still feel like they're almost the champions, even though they're not, because they're yeah. in like bigger angles with. Sang you could do some here. sort of three way with Indusheer yeah. involved, maybe. Did that recently um, with the four way, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, solid solid episode, and uh, and then the rematch uh, with. Zoe and Nikita, I yeah. think, because who else is there? Yeah. Uh, well, we're slowly getting to back to the way it kind of felt, especially with having bangers with Dragonov and JD and stuff. And yeah, they said Braun is back next week. Yes. So looking forward to that. So that's what we thought. Let's go to the Up Next Facebook group to see what you guys thought. And we start with defending BD champion Fire Frank, who says, Yo, where the fuck is Hank tonight? How could you, Sanger? <laughs> That women's tag title match was a bit of a banger. What a war of a main event. Shout out our truth Shotzi, Young Rock, Electra, and motherfucking Jones. See you in Newark. Side plate check. Uh, I can't see it for some reason, so you oh. might have to read it. Uh, we go to Sean, who says, Really enjoyed tonight's episode. Both tag team title matches were great, with the women's match stealing the show. Kaden and Katana are so smooth together, and Zoe and Nikita more than held up their end. Anofi and Blade also put on a great performance while coming up short against the champs. The other big news tonight was the reveal of Ava Rain as Schism's new member. I see a lot of hate for this, but I'm going to go against the grain and say it's smart putting Ava with Schism. We have no idea how green she is. She may need the bells and whistles for a while. There's also room for her to grow beyond them if she truly excels. I'm game to see where it goes. Our truth showing up was great and his segment with Waller was hilarious. Looking forward to their match next week. Finally, we got a brutal but great main event between JD and Ilya. Those two guys never disappoint. All in all, a fun follow-up to Halloween Havoc. All right, I got it going now. We go to Megan, who says, A passable episode, despite being a little light on star power. Pretty Deadly versus Anofe and Blade was a low-key banger, and Dragonov JD was a strong main event. Our truth appearing was a neat surprise. Deadline is a good name for NXT's next live special because Toxic Attraction need to move the hell on because the bloom is starting to come off of Mandy's Rose. Ah. See what he did there? Mm. He says, save us, Roxanne Perez. You're our only hope. A passable way to spend my 32nd birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. I'm sorry Mandy Rose did not lose the title. Maybe she'll lose it next week in the one-year special. And then we go to Jordan who writes in, Jordan M. Doucette, who says, I didn't watch the show tonight, but I love hearing my name said on the show. So here we are. Also, the Bray D followed me on TikTok, so my life is now complete. Uh, I didn't realize I did, but I'm sure you post some great TikToks. Uh, have, have better goals in life, Jordan. That he he has a goal. his life is complete. Life is your com- is complete now. You must have had a very full life. Why are you knocking my star? I'm not. I'm here? just saying, like, dream bigger. You don't even have a TikTok. I You're do. not even. You I do, do? Have a TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> haven't figured out how to use it. Yeah, but I, I have it. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Yeah, thank, thank you, Jordan. I'm a nice guy. Davies mean. I'm sorry. Uh, you can have whatever life goals you want. You have one moment. This is it. Don't lose it. 
You better seize the one opportunity. Shot, one yeah, opportunity. Something like that. Uh, thank you guys for listening to us talk about some NXT. We will be back next Tuesday night, of course, after NXT goes off the air. We go live on our Twitch and our YouTube, and the video replays are always available. And, uh, of course, you found us on whatever podcast app you're listening. We will be back tomorrow night chatting all about AEW Dynamite featuring Penta versus Moxley. I'm actually really hyped about this match. The Mask Stealer Penta. Mask Taker, I guess you could say, from AAA Mania off his hot run. I bet Mox watched that match and was like, that's a lot of blood there, Penta. I want to fight you. So I want to bleed. Yeah, so it's a match made in heaven, really. Uh, also, a pretty stacked card, actually. There's a few banger matches. Guevara Danielson, FTR Swerve in our glory. Yeah, Dynamite's looking pretty yeah, fresh tomorrow night. Good. So we'll be chatting about that on BD Elite on this very feed as well. We'll go live after Dynamite. And patreon.com slash up next. North American tier, five bucks. You get a whole month of access to everything we've done. So many shows. But if you become a world champ patron not only do you get to eventually pick stuff and join us such as jared black who picked jurassic park which we're going to be talking and recording tomorrow and that'll be out this week on our patreon yes the original jurassic park we're going to be chatting all about that that'll be there but if you're a world champion you also get access to behind the bde which we recorded a show right before we watched nxt tonight i'll release that maybe sometime tomorrow morning for all world champs where you will hear me and davy talk about cannibalism aliens garlic bread being frozen being frozen there's a lot of things we discuss on this show so elite podcast for all world champ members but five bucks gets you access to all the other stuff including jurassic park the omen Halloween Havoc, all those things. Go check us out, guys. It's uh, it's it's the price of a coffee. It's the price it of is. a comic book. It's the price of yeah. a whatever else you spend. What else are you going to spend five bucks on? Yeah. Yeah. So, Honestly. So smoke them if you got them. Pour yourself a nice strong one or have a nice relaxing shower, a bath, or maybe you're driving and put on your favorite podcasters. Yeah. The BDE. Oh, and fuck the Tories. Enough is enough. I don't know what that means, but. Uh, we got a new prime minister again. And did we vote for him? No, it was the Tories just went, oh, well, no one else is going to be PM. You can be PM. It's fucking bullshit. (sighs) Another, uh, just, sorry. This world, man. You see, or you could just listen to us and be happy. Just live in a bubble. Make make me prime minister. Both of us, the BDE. Or maybe, if you follow me on TikTok, the the life will be complete. I'll follow you back. Oh. This week only. (laughs) Everyone follow me on TikTok. And I'll follow you back. Do I know how to use it? Not at all. But go follow it. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, at Up Next Podcast on Twitter for all the updates on all the other shows. We will see you in Newark if we don't talk to you then. But we definitely will. I, myself, Brayden Harrington. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And love is blind. The grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, hoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you? A little help never hurt. 
especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there. BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.